Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. Our opening song features Reach for the Stars from Cyclone's new album, Showtime, available on all music stores and platforms. A moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time we've received a moment of your time. We are servants of the new age, the time of prophecy, the time of the ascending sixth sun. We are a platform for alchemists and multidimensional souls. We connect with many planes of reality and assist the awakening journey. We are pure light, transmitters of high vibrational light out into reality. Our shows are held on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. At any moment to participate on our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or you can use Take My Call. And for $11, you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash P-U-R-E-C-O slash 11. And then please PM or email Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com and include the phone number you'll be using to call the show. All of our podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco at cview1111 at gmail.com or visit our website, cview1111.net. Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to CDU 2022. Today we are having the episode Animal Insights on Growing Older and What Comes After with Animal Consciousness Channeler Sandra Mendelson. When thinking about aging or growing older, we talk about how we personally feel with our failing bodies, and maybe how we face our own mortality, how we let go of careers if we have them, how we change the perspective about life. Most people accept that getting old is something inevitable. It's part of life. During today's episode, we are presented with an opportunity to rethink what it means to grow old, addressing head-on how to make the transition from fears about aging into a fuller, richer appreciation of the next phase of our life. The animals guide us through insights of how they experience age in a way that can help us listeners embrace the shadow side of aging as well as the spiritual opportunities inherent in growing older. And we are going to bring Sandra Mendelssohn, who, as I said before, is a channel of consciousness via the animal world. 
She is an animal communicator, author, blogger, and speaker. She bridges the gap between humans and non-humans, creating greater understanding by telepathically communicating with animals in form and in spirit. She's working constantly with clients to help them connect with the animal kingdom. If you want to have a session with Sandra, please go to her website, www.sandramendelson.com. Also remember, she is a writer, so she has written two books for adults. We Walk Beside You, book one and book two. And she also has books for children on messages from the animals for children. And she's about to go for book three of this category. But let's bring Sandra to the shows so she can start us with this interesting topic. Hello, Sandra. Thank you for being here. Uh, Claudia, thank you for having me always. It's a joy. Um, you bring such wisdom to your listeners through your speakers and your heart. <laughs> so um, thank, you. thank you for having me and, uh, and the messages from the animals. Yeah, you know, I, I know that you say that we all can communicate with animals the way that you do. But when you have not yet acquired such a finesse in your communication, it is so uh, fundamental to have people like you come over and let us know more than what we can at the moment achieve. Yeah, you know, how much we get from animals is unique to each one of us. Um, trusting what you feel about your own animal partner is enormous. They're all begging us to, yes, you know your pet, just don't go into doubt. So, you know, my function is obviously to bring more messages from the animal kingdom to help us understand ourselves and them um, more clearly and, and enjoy life more, um, have more understanding. So, you know, when you think about, okay, when I asked, when I was channeling this newest book and I was asking specific questions, as a horse told me to do, I asked about growing older, and that turned out to be the single topic that I got the most input uh, from the animals. It, it, it was amazing. So, you know, it begs the question, you know, why should we even listen to animals that, uh, through me, right, um, or anyone in the first place? Well, it starts with the most basic thing. The animals are not part of the human condition, so they are not ingrained with our beliefs, our customs, or our habits of being. And they're also not subject to the myths and the expectations about aging that are created and reinforced by the media, corporations, the government, schools, religion, and even medicine and science, right? You know, at 64, you're young. At 65, you're a senior citizen, that kind of a crazy thing. And this is what's going to happen to you and you'll be on all these meds. So um, animals don't are not subject to any of that. And secondly, um, what's also so important, that they predominantly spend their entire lives without ever looking in a mirror once. So their self-concept has nothing to do with their appearance or how their appearance changes over time. They also don't identify with their bodies. Um, they see them as shells. I've said this before, uh, or suits. 
you know, um, that house the, their in, internal light and they see humans the same way. And, and also back to the, the whole concept of time, they don't, they're not beholden to it uh, the way we are. Um, they don't measure their lives by a clock or a calendar. You know, they know a moon cycle. They know this, they know the times of day, uh, you know, early morning, late morning, because of the signs they get from nature. So they're not captive. There's no such thing as running late. And, um, you know, they, they really accept the purpose and the rhythm and the challenges of life instead of trying to control them, which is a real problem as we get older and we realize there's a lot of stuff, well, basically all stuff that we can't control, especially the changes in our bodies. So, you know, if, if we start with, with one basic concept that's so important from the animals and how they see this, quote, growing, they don't even call it growing older, they just call it growing, you are not static. You are not just an older version of you. You are ever evolving. So you have the ability to see and understand and experience now what you could not when you were younger. So, you know, basically what the animals share with us, and, and I'll get to as much as I can today. All of this is in my most recent, my new book called, um, it's, it's the We Walk Beside You Animal Insights for Everyday Living. So it's one insight per page. It makes it digestible. And so there are ways that I'm going to try to share today, you know, from how we treat our physical and emotional bodies on our relationships and um, how we lighten up, you know, how our attitude changes over time, how we spend our time, you know, what kinds of risks we take, um, our self-concept that has to change, all of these things that the animals are going to share insights on. It's like when we, uh, what did Wayne Dyer used to say? When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Well, the most important is, is how we look, is our, is our self-concept. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll start with, I, I just want to start with a, a goat. <laughs> a goat and then also a hippo and a rhino, because they all three of these animals came through kind of showing a contrast between what was important when we were younger and what really holds weight as we gain uh, wisdom through time. So a goat said, you know, before in, in youth, you huffed and puffed. Now train your breath to be even and smooth and use your wisdom as a scepter and shine it regularly. When you stop the illusion of control and surrender to God's plan, you grow in power and beauty. Power doesn't come from how big a noise you can make. Acceptance gives you peace, and peace is power. When you value what you have developed within, the rest of the world will value it too. And also, you know, consistent with this is a, a rhino that said, you know, growing older is like a dance, so you have to learn different steps than the ones you've always known to different music than what you used to hear. When you were young, you stopped. You had to make your mark on the world, trying to discover your own strength by kicking up a lot of dust. Through time, you come to glide. You spend more time, you know, less time trying to make a statement, and so you can hear more of the universe's, the universe's melody. So if you 
allow yourself to grow in awareness, you sway to God's rhythm. You, you hear and see and feel much more than you did when you were younger. <laughs> so in kind of a very real sense, you could say you're even more alive. And, and the rhino continues. This is a, a key for people as we get older. It doesn't mean you allow your thinking to grow rigid because then your body will harden like glue. Use your mind now to loosen up your grip on the reins. Let the carriage take you. So, you know, people say, well, they, they started doing yoga when they get older because they realized flexibility was more important to them than anything else. Um, and you can get, gain strength from yoga too. But the same thing with our attitude. We tend, or let's say through time, people typically became more hardened and rigid in their ways when what will make you thrive through your later years is becoming more flexible, more accepting, more open to hmm, maybe I'll try that just so that, you know, I don't have to prove anything. Let's, let's just see what happens. Let's see if I like it. That's the beauty, you know, of growing older. Um, and, and again, please feel free to interrupt me, Claudia, at any time, because, you know, when I'm talking from the animals, I could just keep going. <laughs> I am. And um, so, no problem. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're talking about acceptance. We're talking about listening and paying more attention and noticing more as opposed to trying to, you know, go out and take over the world. Um, and then kind of in that same vein, you know, we, many of us are really serious when we're younger. And if we're uh, fortunate or, and or aware, we become lighter as we get older. And it takes some, you got to pay attention to that. So a hippo and a crow gave some really, really great advice. The hippo always comes through kind of very campy. So here's, here's what the hippo said. Once you ask for me, I know you're into the secret of how to get to your latter years. It's all about the vibes, and I know more and more of you are catching my drift. Successful ones get younger in attitude, returning to what they knew as children. The strive and drive is over, and they go back to the sweetness of giving and receiving. The grandmas and grandpas, who are the most fun, have slowed down their aging. Start dancing even if you never have, even if you think you have two left feet, even if it's just in your house. Lighten up and your soul will be glad. Um, so he continued and said, you know, it's always about whatever you're doing, whether you're doing charity work, whether you're spending time with certain people, the missing piece is joy. And it's also your ticket to healthy. So whatever you're doing, whether it's volunteer work, you know, if you're, as he said, if you're not really enjoying it, switch to something else. Otherwise, you are Still lowering vibration, both your vibration and the planet, and you're stressing your health. Follow those who do this. Their laughter and love carry them through the years lightly. And that always makes me think of the Dalai Lama. Have you ever seen how much he laughs? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so, you know, when you're, when you're planning your time, he, he continued, who's got very strong light that will uplift you if little ones meaning children and non-humans animals 
So he said, be the moth and gravitate to them and light up your own being. Whether you're helping or working or just being with them, let your vibe match theirs. So you're regenerating yourself by who you surround yourself with. So animals and children are always a really good idea. And, you know, it's, it's really different for animals. You and I were talking before about how their lives are so much shorter than ours. So a crow kind of spoke to this and said, our timeline is shorter than yours, so we have to learn uh, a lot very quickly. It happens faster, so we need to pay attention to our lessons. And this is true for the majority of the animal kingdom. Each day marks a new milestone in our awareness. For humans, we can only say that you would grow faster and experience much more happiness if you focus only on learning and enjoyment. The worry, regret, fear, resentment, and worse, steal the gold from your pot. Even if you could fly, you clip your own wings as holding grudges and self-punishment or quicksand. Wisdom is the ultimate wealth, and with it comes freedom. So try to remember, learn, enjoy, learn, enjoy. Forgive a lot of yourselves and others. Soar, baby, that's what your latter years are for. So as I'm reading this, I'm aware that, you know, every, every little paragraph has so much in it. And no one, no human is expected to be able to absorb all this, which is why I had to get it on paper. Mm-hmm. We, only, we only know the human way. So it's not like you could just hear something once and you're like, oh, I got it. I've absorbed that. I've integrated it. It kind of takes a little bit of time for integration and repetition. So, you know, we've, we've basically talked about acceptance and, and focusing on different things, um, lightening up, enjoying, giving, receiving. Um, and I got more. <laughs> you know, I, interestingly enough, they're two totally different species and they Focus on taking a different kind of risk than what you did when you were younger. So I got messages from a cobra and a sheep. And the cobra said the following. Aging, you say? If you've learned anything, you have learned to speak the truth. Most importantly, your own. Too much hiding behind veils for approval or to hide shame colors the decades of your youth. Taste the freedom now of your own authenticity and lay bare your face, your vulnerability, and your needs. Yes, you all have them. So stop the pretense that you've moved beyond them or let them go. Own them. Own all of your multicolored self. So this is, this is kind of all over Facebook, um, you know, from spiritual people that are, are saying, you know, own, just speak your truth. It's not about transcending reality or yourself. It's about, you know, being here fully, owning all that you are, accepting all that you are. Um, it, you know, if we were perfect, we wouldn't have to be here, <laughs> right? If we knew all the, in the end, even the elephants have said that. When I was in conversation, I was like, they're like, well, we don't know everything. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that makes me feel better. <laughs> so, so, you know, from the cobra, it's really, you know, dare to be vulnerable, dare to, you know, accept your needs, to, to acknowledge what they are and embrace them. And a sheep said, 
you know, growing older means taking different kind of risks than you did when you were young. Dare to be you in ways you never have been before. Not necessarily talking about jumping out of an airplane, although you could do that if you like. I just failed to see why you'd want to. Whereas you, I don't, don't ask me. Whereas you felt you had something to prove to yourself or others in your earlier years, now the point is to live truly from the inside out. Send a big hello to strangers. We seem to have forgotten that during COVID. Try something just out of curiosity. Who cares about the outcome, which is what I touched on before. You know, daring, it keeps life so much more interesting. Dare to try something. If you don't like it, you can do something else. But we tend to grow into a state of inertia. We say I can't before we even try. You know, to keep your curiosity is to keep your brain young. Um, And most of all, I love this part, let that big, beautiful heart of yours out of its cage. Failure to let the love out causes heart trouble. Find ways to show your love to any being, human, including yourself, animals, plants, or Mother Earth. Sending love to anyone every day is the key. Is the key. And I, I, that's one of my favorites because it's, it's just that reminder, you know, when you wake up and put your hand on your heart that, you know, love is what connects us all. It's the, it's the threads of the web of life it's made of love. So, um, you know, we, we're given a whole, even I'm giving everybody so much information now and, um, I don't want anyone to get overwhelmed. So to hold on to one principle, if you walk away with nothing else, it's just fall in love with something, someone every day. Show your, show your love every day. Um, and if you forget how much love you have in your life, go back through the photos on your phone. I just did that yesterday. And you will see how much love you have had in your life for those who are still here, for those who have left form, for the places and the the nature and the interactions and the the animals. I mean, go through your phone and you will find a lot of love there. That was not from the animals. That's from me. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, then there are the animals really, really focus on our self-concept um, because I can talk, you know, uh, all about, you know, do this, do that. But where I got so much input from them, maybe the most is on how we see ourselves. So, you know, a deer said delicacy is somehow considered a problem by too many young people. You know, we are gentle deer and graceful and keenly sensitive and observant throughout our lives. So in humans, those qualities enhance with age, but we focus on them as if they're detrimental. Do not see yourselves as brittle. Just take more care to move through space with ease and understanding, elegance, lightness, and fluidity are qualities you possess. So see them as positive, and they will be so. Develop a new relationship with space and quiet. It takes some practice, but... You will allow much more beauty into your lives this way, especially if you see yourself as part of it. I mean, how many of us have actually 
seen ourselves moving smoothly and beautifully. We don't. We're in our minds. I mean, you know, then you get a whole bunch of bruises and you break toes and (laughs) you smack your hand into something and you get a massive black and blue mark and you're like, okay, slow down. Slow down and see this, even the the process of just moving. Remember the deer as fluid and light and 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 that you are. Um, it, it definitely is flipping the perspective. Um, and i got to really go to a gorilla right now because this was probably one of my all-time favorites. <sighs> a gorilla said, your thoughts of self-limitation and being too old are toxic and crippling. These bring on the illnesses of aging, and we never think this way. Those humans who are vital clear of mind and flexible of body have chosen their beliefs and then the brain and the body follow suit. It is not pills or supplements or fancy programs that do this for you. It is flipping your perspective and it must be done every single day. If you go back to focusing on what you can each bring to the world and what beauty you can see within yourselves and others, you reorient toward the magic of what matters and you rekindle your inner flame. It, it takes focus, you know, to, like, to not to keep catching your mind when it's focused on garbage or everything that makes you unhappy. Instead of how much you have gathered, how much appreciation and beauty are in you. We, it, it's totally a different focus. And the animals, they get it. They absolutely get it. Um, you know, Gorilla continued and said, laziness and repetition are aging. So consider this when you choose the activities that fill your time. You know, are you doing something the same way every day, the same routine, in the same order, in the same places? You know, that creates like literally neural pathways in your brain. So you have to keep on responding to stimuli the same way, even when they change. Thank you, Joe Dispenza. Um, you know, we need variety. We need to keep on fanning the flame of what makes us feel alive. And the animals do that because they're not spending all their time saying, I can't, I'm too old, or I've always done it this way, or the first word out of my mouth is no. <laughs> um, no one's saying you have to say yes to everything, but it's catching yourself in those behaviors and just choosing differently. So, you know, it, it comes down to the value of what you now bring to the table. And an elephant says it's wisdom and it's not conferred lightly. And it deserves more respect in the, quote, developed part of human society, developed countries. You know, throughout the stages of your life, there are many tasks to be completed, which are stepping stones to wisdom physical, emotional, mental challenges, all of them. And you're assigned the ones you can handle at the time, even if it appears that you're not capable of handling it, you are. So if you were to change your perspective, instead of aging, see accomplishment or advancement. Because you have been climbing ever higher, yet you see yourself as the opposite. Physical form is irrelevant to the growth of your soul. Hold on to this concept and declare it to yourself as a fundamental truth every day. 
You are missing the radiance within you that we see ever growing, reaching its peak only through time. Your job is to treasure it. Walk with your head held high in this knowing as we do. So the elephants and the animals see themselves and see us in a very different light than we do. I mean, if if we could stop looking in the mirror or listening to the media and focus on on what the animals focus on, our sense of self-appreciation by default blossoms because we're not being derailed by faulty beliefs designed to control us or put fear in us so we go and buy things and on and on and on. You know, um, the focus the focus is designed to change as we get older. And I thought this was really funny when an alligator came through and said, you know, you wouldn't think I'd have a contribution to make here, but indeed I do. <laughs> when you are in your latter years, like the second half of your life, so to speak, flip the proportion. Spend less time slogging through mud, including emotional mud, and more time basking in the glow of isness. And I've heard this term First, I heard it from my dad when he left form, and I'm like, Dad, where are you really? And I was walking past bushes, and he said, "I'm Sandy, I'm in the space between the leaves that give them form. I'm in a state of isness. And then I heard it up at Equinicity in Canada when these equine higher beings were using that term. And then animals kept coming through with that over the last decade. So isness is a non-judgmental state. It's oneness. Um, and by definition, it's all the things we would call good because we're just not interrupting them with our fears and our self-imposed limits. So the state of business is really our natural state. So the alligator continued. Yes, and all animals know what isness is, and you should too. If you spend 40 or 50 years striving, now is the time to allow yourself to be. Nature intended for it to be this way. Catch yourselves when you're driving too fast, giving into the habit of rushing. Do you see me do that? Heck no, unless there's a tasty dinner morsel waiting for me. I waddle with a, <laughs> I waddle with a purpose, take some notes, and try it too. So, you know, right down to our, our everyday, even if we're retired, it's, if you are a rusher, <laughs> you know, breaking the habit of rushing and, and challenging yourself and going, okay, what am I doing? Okay. Why am I, what's the big rush? Does somebody have a stick of, of dynamite at my heels? Probably not. Is my house burning down? No. Um, so, so throw the rushing overboard. <laughs> um, any, do you have any questions before I just keep going and going? Well, do you want to bring Erica to the show and see what she has? Oh, that would be great to take a question. Yes, Erica. Um, what can I okay. hopefully answer? <laughs> this is Erica from Washington State. Welcome. Yes. Hi, thank you. Hi, Erica. What What is your question? Um, I have a puppy. His name is Muñeco, and he um, I originally got him as a gift for my grandpa's 80th. But then towards the end, he's like, man, I don't want him. <laughs> and so I kept him, and I think it was, like, amazing that um, that we ended up getting him. It wasn't meant to be mine, but in the end, he did become mine. And I just, I don't know, I treated him like a son. 
Do we have any messages? Well, I can't really do that in the context of this show. Um, I don't have okay. the time to tune into him, but uh-huh. um, there is one thing I, I, that's coming up for me. When you say he wasn't meant to be yours, um, yeah, he was meant to be yours. That's why he is. <laughs> so, you know, your grandpa could very well, because I've seen this I've, in a lot of client cases. Well, so-and-so had this animal or this cat lived across the street and then just showed up at my door and wouldn't leave. Um, the other people were the roadway to get to you for the souls to mm-hmm. connect. So I just want to throw that one out there that um, – yeah, you were you were not a mistake. You were the end result. <laughs> you were the goal. Aw, he's yeah. He's just been a happy addition to my one person family. Uh, <laughs> now well, too. Yeah. Well. Um. Yes, I do. I do this for my clients all the time. If you're interested, certainly reach out to me at sandramendelson dot com. And uh, you know, if you want to get in depth about what your puppy has to say, and all that good stuff. And thank you for calling. And um, Sandra, I have a question. So most of the things that we humans reject about aging is all, all of the, you talk about all of the false beliefs that we have uh, around the subject and how the animals just, Pretty much they laugh about that because they, they don't hold those beliefs and they don't have all of those limitations. And they keep you telling, well, it is irrelevant to, to pay attention to your physical form and because they know there is more. Can you explain a little bit more about that? Well, here's the thing. You know, when your body is going through some trials and tribulations, for someone to tell you to forget about your physical form is, you know, that's yeah. kind of erroneous. You can't forget when you're in pain or when something isn't working. So, you know, take when, when the animals say physical form is irrelevant to the growth of your soul, again, go back to the precept. How many times as a woman do you look in the mirror even before you leave the house? and criticize. And then if something's changing over time or something begins to sag or get bigger or smaller or, you know, it, 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 is, a, it is a big t- chunk of time mm-hmm. where we are focusing on the external when the path of our soul is what we're here for, you know? I mean, it, it's just incredible what we do and animals are not there at all so their focus is on energy their focus is on interactions their focus as the elephants have told me they don't focus on evolving they just pay more attention to how they respond in any given moment right and then they get better at it so that that means focusing on on our reactions our triggers you know, are you here to grow or are you here to look in the mirror and, and, and think you are, I almost said somebody from media and I didn't say it, um, your physical image is not who you are inside. And so if you want to know where the animals are trying to drive our attention, it, 
you can use this when you interact with other people and, and you notice how you feel about around them. You're not, it's not because they're pretty or they're ugly or they're tall, short, old, young, thin, or fat. How do you feel around them, right? That is what is meant by, you know, it's just a shell. It's just the suit. And how it changes over time doesn't matter. It takes, this could take a lifetime for us to just get our, our paws around the concept of what really matters. So the animals were never deluded by an, an, an appearance in the mirror, thinking that that was who they are. We have to kind of unlearn that. You know, I've had a horse say, you know, see yourself as an ener- a ball of energy that, is, that extends way beyond just your body. You're, much, you're in energy, you're much bigger than the little body that you inhabit. Well, there's a start, you know? So, again, there's so many beliefs that we have that, you know, I can't. And, and when you're this age, you do that. And, and women are unattractive when they're this. And, oh, my goodness, how exhausting. How exhausting what we put ourselves through. And and we're missing what's most important in life, which is, you know, how, what are we bringing to the people and animals around us? What are we, what are we focusing on? Because as we know, that will grow, you know, at any moment, it's what do I look like versus how do I feel, you know, and animals are all about, and did that, did that kind of answer the question about, you know, not not being derailed by the superficial. And it's really hard because look at our world. It's so visual. And, and you know, we will look at something and, and rely so heavily on our eyes. And, and, you know, repetitively, even this cricket that just came to my bedroom for the last five days of his life, and I know that because he told me, and then he disappeared, and I knew that was it. I didn't know I only had five days. Um, but... The animals keep saying, you know, we know nothing about the insect world and where we, we have such responses of revulsion. So close your eyes and start feeling animal. Feel instead of judging things, including people, with your eyes. When you close your eyes, you're not in that delusion of duality. And I tried this because there was a palmetto bug, like a very, very large roach on the top of my uh, bedroom wall at the juncture of the ceiling. And I said, okay, Sandy, just try it. The teacher showed up while you were talking crickets. Okay. And mm-hmm. I closed my eyes and, and this insect said, how do you feel? And I noticed that I felt calm when I wasn't in revulsion, right? I wasn't in that trained human behavior of judgment. I felt more peaceful when that insect was there than when I was alone. And then I opened my eyes and I watched him shifting shape. And that's a whole other conversation. I'm going to pull back to this because I'll go off on a tangent. But again, the illusion, the, the illusion of form and how we buy into it and separate ourselves from each other and from ourselves. Just that one concept could be an entire show. We judge by form. We, we, you know, they, like the cricket said, what we think of as beautiful is, has soft fur and big eyes. And so crickets stay mostly in hiding. And then we think their song is so beautiful. But when we look at them, we crush them. Yeah, they're off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
Isn't that amazing? Right? Poor guys, right? Because, oh, you're a roach. No, I mean, and even if you are a roach, (laughs) you know, uh, the way we view the insect world is unfortunately a really accurate uh, indicator of the state of our evolution. And and that'll be another show. (laughs) So, you know, back to, to really what the animals are telling us, you know, again, what happens? A goat said, never, ever see yourself as no longer useful. This happens a lot with men when they stop working, for example, or anyone that define themselves by their work and their do to do. So never isolate as it hastens an early death. And look at what people had to go through through the whole COVID thing. Reinforce the power of your own light by connecting with others. This creates community as it once was. Show the young ones how it's done, that growing older doesn't kill your spirit. You just have a bigger one that takes up more of your shell. So, yes, as we move through time, you know, to, see, to stop seeing ourselves through this warped lens where our skin wrinkles and grows, grows spots, and to change to, as I said, the focus of, you know, what really matters, seeing beauty, um, seeing what we bring to the planet. Um, and also, believe it or not, and I got this from two different horses, um, among other animals, spending more time focusing on the spiritual. So what, is that, what does that mean? Well, spending more time in the spiritual realms means, you know, you're less tied to achieving in the third plane. So lightening your load of negative emotions, less, again, less identification with your form, spending more time giving out your energy and not things, focusing on being a presence, right? Like Eckhart Tolle talks about your presence. These are much more fulfilling. You know, people spend more time in meditation so they can quiet the mind and experience their own vibration. You know, what does it feel like just to be you breathing without all the garbage? And, you know, it, this is, I, I have to pull in what um, another horse said because, you know, he says, it, this is about seeing the bigger picture. Intention, synchronicity, signs. This living universe is talking to you and bringing you gifts all the time. So aging, right, it can be your excuse for just broadening your view beyond the mundane. You know, noticing signs. Not trying to put one everywhere because, you know, humans can get obsessed and just think that, you know, if the wind blows, everything is a sign. At least according to what the horses have told me, you will know because it's absolutely signs are just so in your face. They're just so undeniable. They pop up when you're aware. You're not looking for them. You just stay open. And then they're just, you can't make them up. You just can't. So, you know, you're broaden. you're allowing for signs and wisdom from the universe to come through and reach you. And that's something most of us don't do when we're younger and we're running and going and proving and we have to see, do everything and hooking up and all that stuff. So, you know, like they said, you know, youth are obsessed with shiny things, pleasing the body, acquiring, controlling, defining. 
stuff they think they need. All illusion, my friends. If our lives were only what you see on the outside, in and out of a box, moving in a circle, these are horses, and back into the box, we would go mad. Your life is where the magic happens. So, you know, we are humans in a 3D world. We have to be here and, and enjoy what it is, you know, using our senses. Because when we leave our bodies, we're not going to have those five senses anymore. You know, a horse named Honeybee called them gateways to joy. You know, chocolate, coffee, whatever, whatever your things are, these are beautiful gifts of the five senses. Flowers, scents in the air. Um, but at, so we're, we're in the 3D world, but we can also take steps to get quiet. And let more magic come to us from beyond the 3D world. The signs, the wisdom, whether you hear guides or light beings or, you know, a lot of people are saying, wow, you know, there's wisdom coming to me and I didn't put it there. That's what, that's what happens as you've been on this planet for a while. You've kind of earned the right to accessing wisdom, universal wisdom that's always there but you have to slow down long enough to let it in and the animals know this you know a chimp when chimpanzees come through they sound the most like humans and, and it, when it first happened i was like boy that's not very enlightening you know this this definitely uh bears um sharing because a chimpanzee came through talking about relationships as you get older. And he said, we soften when we are older, presumably like you humans, if you have learned life's lessons well. We are more content with what is as opposed to trying to gain power. If there are arguments, we settle them with words, not physical force. Females also gain more power and we listen to them more. What used to be important ceases to be. Wisdom means not fretting about little things. It means letting go. Focusing on happiness first, togetherness, peaceful interactions, gratefulness for all things big and little. You realize it is a gift to be alive. I used to get worked up a lot. I don't anymore. I shrug and don't question so much. It's all in the plan. That to me sounded so much like a human, you know. Um, I think we can really identify with that. You know, letting things go, you know, people have to have the last word, just, you know, lightening your load means just not making a big deal about so many things. You realize it's just not worth it. You know, what are you focusing on? And, and yes, it, as a panda said, you know, there are changes that happen in your body. So do your best to discard anything stressful because its impact is harder on you as you age. I've heard my mom say this, like at 85, you know, things hit me much harder, stress and sadness and whatever than they did 20 years ago. So acknowledging that, you know, you're not here to be in motion doing and stressing all the time, that human doing thing, right? Um, it is honoring yourself and consciously stepping out of stress, paying, paying more attention is huge across the board. You know, some things are worth repeating and the animals come through saying the same thing, but in different ways, because one of those ways might just stick with us. So, in, in Canada, yeah. 
And all of these teachings about growing older, um, do they also know like when their time is coming and what is it that they their insights about? Do they do something about it? Do they is there a technique they have to expedite the process or do they not know? Well, again, it it's I have heard a wide variety of details from individual animals about you know, what it was like to cross over. And that's why I don't share it because I'm not sitting here saying that the way that the horse described crossing over is going to be universal. I don't know that. But they do stop eating. They he start hearing celestial, like the sounds of the heaven. They feel a pull away from the body. And so they stop eating so that they don't cling to form and they can transition more easily. They, they just know like, okay, time is up here. They know, they know when it's coming. I mean, when they choose their prey, they, they go after. In, in fact, when you see a lion fail at catching prey, she was not following the laws of nature and going for the one that was losing some life force. You know, you and I can't mm -hmm. see it, but that's, that's the laws of nature. They, they catch the ones that, they, that are losing a little bit of life force, if you will. That's technically, I hate to use the word should, but that, that is the, you know, the prey they should you know, be uh, pursuing. Um, so they do have a, an elaborate system of, of warnings when they're going to be caught, and they know, they, they feel it. They feel that pull. Um, I mean, I know humans that have done the same thing, um, where they turn around and they say, I'm done. And then they left their body, you know, very soon after that, within a week, they just go, that's it, I'm done. They just, they know. So I think there's, well, you know, there's a, I'm very hesitant to answer questions about the specifics of transition. No, no, that's what I wanted you know? to know. It's, it's pretty much, they do know, is that, because, you know, humans in general, we don't know. It's like, uh, I don't, I don't, I have, well, probably we have heard of some people that they, they're in, they feel it coming. Maybe if you're very sick or something, but usually you don't. So I was wondering if they knew when that time was coming. Because, well, you know, they, they feel energy better than us. It's not that they, they feel it better. They, they are do. more in, in tune. With but remember, they're, they're not trying to stay alive because their mm -hmm. loved ones want them here or because, quote, I haven't finished what I came to do. You know, they, like a zebra told me, you know, they, they, they are here until they have learned the main lesson that they're supposed to learn in this lifetime and anything else they will learn in another lifetime. I had a girlfriend who had cancer for a while. And I spoke to her on a Sunday. She's like, you know, I just don't feel like it's my time to go. And 48 hours later, she went into total organ failure, had a double heart attack, and was gone. But she was a very strong thinker, a nonstop doer, a mondo accomplisher. Animals are not there. They're not, they allow, and they, they, they're in tune with the rhythms of their, of their bodies and nature because they're not living in their minds. Which, and, which is where we construct a reality and our own rules. It has to be this. I, I, I won't. This is not. I'm not ready. And do you know what I mean? We fight. We don't go with yeah. the flow. And that's, 
that's a major difference between us and the animal kingdom and why, you know, they also use more senses than we do. You know, they, they gain more information than we do at any given point in time, because we're always trying to think our way through things. And they, they pick up on scent and tone of voice and, you know, just talking about interacting with another. So if they're busy using their five senses along with their sixth sense, their intuition, um, they're going to know, they're going to feel, okay, it's, it's time. And that, again, you go back to the specifics. I've seen horses know it was time and not want to go with, you know, the coffin bones coming out of the bottom of their feet and they didn't want to go. So, you know, that process of how easily you let go, that has everything to do with the evolution of every individual soul. You know, some let go with total grace and others kick and scream a bit. And there's no right or wrong. So within, within the animals, do you find some animals that are more evolved than others? Like we, we tend to say that about people or uh, do, do they have that also that, oh, this is an old soul or this one is really evolved or, oh, no, this is a young soul. Do they have that or is that just a creation of humans? Oh, there's an immense difference in how given souls show up, what they say, what they're aware of, what they're focusing on. Um, you know, we are, my belief, my belief, we are souls that are eternal and we keep coming back. So, I mean, I've heard of, I've heard from thousands of animals at this point where um, you know, they're very, some are very focused on, they, they talk like a one foot in front of the other kind of a person and others that are so evolved that it takes my breath away. What they understand, <clears throat> what they, and, and again, wherever your pet partner is, there's no accident and there's no judgment. Oh, I want an older soul of a dog. I mean, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> That's right up there with cloning, no offense to the celebrity who did this, cloning your dog, expecting you're going to get that same dog back. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. I don't care how much you mess around with DNA. You're not getting that soul back because you deem it desirable. <laughs> so, yes, they, that is one of the main principles that comes through, in, you know, in my first book. You will hear the tone as you're reading. You see the difference in the tone even from one horse to another. Um, whoops. goes my earpiece. Um, because each soul is at its own unique pla- place on its path of evolution. As Mr. T says, my dog, you know, sometimes you see dogs that just bark and bark and nothing will stop them, and you just have to <laughs> love and accept them where they are, right? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And so, yes, just to look at every non-human, every animal, you know, if, as a unique soul with its own lessons to learn and its own perspective um, that you can learn from, it's going gonna, it's gonna to suit you much better. You can really appreciate them for who they are. Nice. So uh, we are. Uh, we ha- we still have four minutes to walk, which is not much. So you say that you are. You take clients, and they can call you to have a. Is it a reading? Is it a consultation? Is it a conversation? What is it that happens when? Mm-hmm. What is it? 
happens when we contact Sandra Mendelssohn and we want to have a um, a reading with you? Well, I, I really, you know, um, my format begins with a half an hour conversation with the human because the human is at least half of the situation and the bond between the human and their pet partner um, is, is, is the key here. So you can't, in my view, I can't just talk to the animal. I have to listen to the human. And, you know, what do they want to share about the history, about their concerns? You know, let them just get out whatever they want, whatever's going on that they want to share. They're driving the bus. And then what they do is I have them ask their um, pet mark partner in English, you know, in, out in language, for permission. For example, is it all right if my friend Sandra tunes into you? Please feel free to share anything you want me to know for, you know, your greatest happiness. And then to watch very, very carefully how their animal yeah. responds. That might be the first time they ever paid that much attention to, you know, ears flattening or the left side of their body coming forward. I mean, my client last week, her, her cat did all this stuff with his left side, cocking his ear up. And, you know, the left side of your body is receiving and right side mm -hmm. is, giving, is giving out energy. And then he took his paw and he put it on her mouth. I did like that one. And then he's like, okay, I want to go outside. And he gets to the door and turns around and goes, what? like, are you coming? And she started, you know what I mean? She's tuned in to, to this cat who chose her, by the way, long, great story. But this cat had a wonderful thing. It was, it was a wonderful way to say, yes, I'm, I'm all about, I receive, I go and I receive outside, come with me. You know, the cat was totally on board. Um, in wow. all the times I've had animal humans ask permission of their pet partners, only one animal said no, and it was a 40-year-old horse who was getting ready to leave his body, and he just didn't want to upset the apple cart. You know, he just, you know, he was in pain, and he was going to leave, and he just wanted to leave it alone. But, you know, animals typically are just thrilled that a human would want to know. Um, and then they, send me a, then they send me a picture, and then I tune in, and I, the reading takes as long as it takes. I don't put a limit on it, like, okay, here's your 30-minute reading. I don't do it that way. Um, it's, you know, this, is, this may be the only chance that pet has to really communicate. And they talk about all kinds of things. I mean, it could talk about just what the, how the human is holding themselves back or what their own history was, which often they don't want to talk about because they relive it in their body. They may talk about past lives together with a human or how, what it took to find her or him. You know, again, it's if they're having a behavioral problem, you know, or is it a health thing? Are you in pain? I mean, all kinds of stuff comes up, but that's, that's, a, that's determined by the human and what they want to focus on and then the animal and what they want to focus on. <laughs> and there you go. And then I type Thank it up you. and I send it. <laughs> so that's kind of how I do a session. Well, that's a lovely way to connect. So, again, if you want a reading with Sandra, please go to her website, sandramelderson.com. And you can also follow Sandra on Facebook, and she will always let us know of any event, because sometimes she does that, none of the moment. 
but we are always looking for that. And of course, you just told us you're writing your third book for children, correct? For children, yes. Um, I'm working on that one now. It's a trilogy, so this is the third one. And, uh, you know, if anybody uh, really heard stuff today that was of interest, that and more um, is in the latest book, which I mentioned before, um, We Walk Beside You, book two. Um, animal insights for everyday living. So you can just get one message per page and just let it kind of absorb in there. There's well, a lot on you. growing old. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you as well. Thank you for being here. Thank you, everybody, for connecting. So, Sandra, do you want to tell us one more thing to leave us thinking before we say goodbye? Well, I think it really always comes down to the most important thing, which is, you know, we are, we are all evolving and growing. So trust yourself. You know, the more time you spend slowing down and spending time with wild animals or, or your own pet partner, the more things will come through to you. And, it, and if you expect something, like it's going to be a rattling nonstop conversation like Dr. Doolittle, no, it won't. But you may feel things in your body or see, see images with your eyes closed. So it's really about trusting you. That's the last message. We all have these abilities, but no expectations. <laughs> Let them evolve. Thank you. 